Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Podcasters, how are you? Loz and Tomo here. Just a nice, fresh pod, this, Loz. Yeah. Nice is, and fresh. It is. Nice and clean. Mm. What, what? It's on time. Oh, okay. Unlike you today. Yeah. Coming into the recording of this podcast. Well, see, the thing is, is that we do it every Thursday. Yes. And we have done uh, for a long time, except for when someone on the team... You. No, oh no, this is a lot of our producer, Tom, producer Basso, Tom Basso, which you, you actually didn't know it. that he was the producer of this show last week. Hey, Loz. You change it to Friday so often that I just got confused this week and thought it was tomorrow. Is there a calendar notifi- notification that come out when that happens, Tom? Oh, I don't want to throw Loz up. Not the every time. Not every time. <laughs> Sometimes it? it's just a message in the chat. I just, guys, I got confused. Yeah. It took me 10 minutes to All get right. back there here. There is actually a backstory to this. Oh, hang on. Um, this morning, Loz has received some very good news. What's that, mate? That we would like to congratulate you on. That's not a backstory. Acra nomination. Acra nom. Which we're very proud of you. We are, Loz. It's mainly for the work on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. Agree, and also the breakfast show. <laughs> exactly. The be- breakfast show. Yeah. Strong second. Yeah. Look. yeah. But I think it may have got to a hit. Well, I don't, she's sort of I, forgotten no, the little people. That's that, unfair what you way. said. Oh, sorry. That okay. is unfair. Is it? Okay. Definitely got to the head. Yeah, I think definitely. Definitely, definitely it, got to the head. It's way up there. Sort of sky high. We're level 13 at the moment. Yeah. But Loz is airborne. Yeah. This is just spoken like... Like two people who were very bitter they didn't get nominated for an ACRA. That's all. Well, I'm they didn't say. get my nom. Yeah. I'll put a few in, Tommy. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I either. can't even put Gleeso's show on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to learn how to read and write first. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I lost. We're proud of you, No, no, no. No, we are proud of you. Piss off, both but of you. Just make sure you remember us because we're 33 minutes late. <laughs> I'm worried that this. If the judges hear about this sort of incident, yeah. your professionalism may be well, questioned. Me, they're Would, worried about my professionalism. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be yeah. late to the night, mate. <laughs> and the winner is Laura O'Callaghan. Oh, <laughs> just in the Uber on the way here. Oh, not here. <laughs> That's not bad from him. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Basso. You want to shut your I've mouth. I've copped it enough in this pot opener. Over the I years. was at Tommy's house yesterday. Well, I heard a rumour. Oh, and yeah. not just the house. I'm hearing sort of back left bedroom style. Yeah, there were five of us in there. Oh, right. Four, sorry. Oh, hell of a time. Um, <laughs> no, trust me. That didn't happen and I doubt it's ever happened in that room. <laughs> Tomo, you've got to understand. You think you know <clears throat> what a room of someone who's mm. obsessed with Port Adelaide looks like. Mm. You think you've seen posters on a wall. Yeah. You think you've seen books <laughs> yeah. and and Guernseys mm. and you have not seen shit. Yeah. This was a fully immersive experience. It was like being inside the heart of the lightning bolt mm. of Port Adelaide. I can't explain really? how much shit is in this room. He, I said, oh, Shazza Ditmar, who yeah, we were Do you want to explain why you why well, you're there? Shazza was there, so we were filming Shazza. Mm. And I said, Shazza might need to wear a Guernsey. Yeah. Um, she Which one? Him. Which one do you want? He literally opened... How many do you have? I've got quite a few. Well, no, no, how many? Minimum prison, 50. There was, there was five different prison bar options. She, she had five a, different prison bar options. Are you kidding me? There's a lot. Mate, wow. minimum 50 and about maybe 10 beanies, 10 mm. scarves, yep. jackets, coats, posters, the mm. bedspreads of Port Adelaide. Mm. There's a fair bit. Fair There's bit. an so, ashtray, so, a Port well, Adelaide no, no, ashtray. No, no. Well, which well, came well, in well, handy. Well, 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 yeah, this is the mail that I'm getting is because I've demanded a little bit of vision of this mm. and I've already seen it. Mm. Oh, have you? 
And mm. I'm hearing some inside smoking happened. Shazza does smoke inside. Yeah, yeah. she, she, does, she, she don't give a does she? She doesn't give a No. And no. we can still smell that in the house at that current moment. <laughs> oh, actually. God. And that wouldn't be good for the white-collar household that's Well, there. I, said to, I said to Jess, I said before, you know, with beautiful house in the beautiful suburb, which yeah, is just slightly unexpected, yeah. to be quite honest. And I said, careful, Jess, don't trip on any silver spoons as you're walking through <laughs> yeah, the front door. I couldn't agree more. And she goes, no, no, they're <laughs> yeah. all up Tommy's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Your weekend just got better. Ding! It's the Loz and Tomo podcast. My brother's in a weird, awkward trap with his barista. With his barista? So he goes into the same place every day and gets coffee. Mm. Every now and then he'll go to a different place and blah, 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 blah. But this place that he goes, what he asked for, I think it's a ristretto or something. A what? It's like a, it's like a short a short black with a bit of milk. I don't know. It's a bit different than a piccolo. Anyway, whatever it is, it's a wanky coffee, okay? Mm, there's and he's, the start of it. Yeah, totally. Total wanker town. And the guy behind the bar said, or the counter said, you know what you ask for when you ask for this? You ask for a magic. It saves you all of the faffing around yeah. of explaining who is it. They're called magics, right? I guess you have to change it. Like, do you, does he have to explain the order to each individual yeah. that's working behind the job? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, the recipe that you're getting is just called a magic. Magic. Yeah, he's it's like, so just menu, ask for mate. a magic. $4.90, thanks. It's not on the menu, though. It's Ooh. like a, just a it's just a barista oh. term that they all know. Oh, one of those cool kids yeah. out the back, mate. Like in a bar, I'm like a, it would be like a Shandy yep. or a Black and Tan or something. Portagaff. Or a Portagaff, like a, a nickname. Yep. Anyway, so he goes in, he asks this bloke for a magic every day and it's fine. New person starts. He goes in. Of course. Can I have a magic? And then they go, what's a magic? And he looks embarrassed. Anyway. And he goes, oh, sorry, I was told it was a magic. Anyway, he comes in again. The old guy's working. He asked for the original order because he's embarrassed about saying magic. Yep. And then he gets told again, you need to call it a magic. Call it a magic, mate. He goes, okay, I will. I'll call it a magic. Comes in again. It's a new person, different person he's never seen before. Okay. And he goes, do I risk it mm. and say magic and make a fool of myself? Or do I say the old one and then have to go through this whole thing where they call, they call you, it? you got to know what you, what you go with, don't you? That's he, what I'm going with, mate. He goes, magic, please. And they go, what's a magic? So now he's never sure mm. whether he asks for a magic mm. or the other order and he knows that either way he's going to have to go through a horrible interaction where, A, they tell him that they, he should start calling it a magic, yes. which he bloody knows. Which he has been doing. Or, B, they go, what's a magic? Mm. So he's now so what's drinking the, uh, tea. What's, <laughs> <laughs> green, thanks. Yeah. Magic green. What's the order called? Again? It's a, a magic. I think it's a, a, a ristretto. A ristretto. But it's, he gets it with a certain... But then you say ristretto and then someone would look like, what a, what's a ristretto? And you well, have to explain it. they know what a ristretto is, but they... The ones, so what's the issue with just saying, I'll just grab a ristretto, thanks, mate? They always then say, you should just ask for a magic. What, what's the difference? There is no it's difference. Only a couple of syllables. <laughs> this is the thing. It's, it's just turned into a horrible trap where he can't get out of it. Oh, I wouldn't be going back. It'd Would you? Be, <laughs> Wouldn't be going back. No, no I'd be way. moving to Uruguay. <laughs> I mean, you know me. No, but those awkward situations. Now, I've got an awkward coffee situation for you, mate. Mm. So in my beautiful town up in the Adelaide Hills, there's a few coffee places. Some of them take a while. The mm. coffee takes a while. And you know me, mate. I'm a, a massive ring through water kind Awful. of operator. I hate it. What? We all know exactly what you're doing. You're jumping Just the queue. Ring through. You're Can making... I grab a couple of flat whites and I'll pick them up on the way through? Yeah, and mm. it's not a call-in situation. No. It's a line-up situation. So you're messing with the flow. Anyway. Yeah. 
probably taking so long for I them went to make into coffees because people a cafe, are cooling up. I went into a cafe and I said, mate, can I just grab an egg, egg and bacon roll and a latte, thank you. Sure. I then get a text from my lovely wife, Charlie, said, do you mind grabbing me a coffee on the way home? She didn't want one. She goes, change my mind. Can you grab me one? Classic. I then went... I, I felt some sort of awkwardness, mate, yeah, that yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah. go back in there yeah. and ask for another coffee. Yeah. Which is not... not a problem. It's not awkward. They're going to be making coffees all day. It I, wouldn't matter if you asked for no, another one. No, and they'd see your cup and you're like, oh, he's come back for another one, must have forgot an order. It's not a big deal. No, no but I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I just couldn't it. do it. I overthought yeah. it. And I thought it would be better to walk two cafes down to another cafe, yeah. walk in there and go, g'day, how you going? Could I grab a... <laughs> yeah. um, Flat white, thanks. Yeah. And the girl looked at me, eyeballed me. She said, did you Did you just get a coffee from another joint? <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I did. And I felt about two foot tall. Lost. Yeah. I said, yeah, I did. I said, oh, the bloody wife loves it from here and I don't mind it from anywhere. And <laughs> so You're making up a story made now. Made it up on the go, Loz. And then she's like, that's my husband. He owns that over there. <laughs> What are you saying about it? We're his business partners and we use the same beans. Oh, no. It's the same milk, same beans. You walk in, you're like, can I have a flat white? She goes, you know, they call that a magic. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for choosing the Loz and Tomo podcast. And g'day to Tomo's dad. Loz, yeah? had a conversation with the old man throughout the week and um, found himself. Are you talking in... to him again? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're back on good terms. Yeah. I'm still disgusted in his behaviour, but. <laughs> Listening, Poor Davo. What did I do? <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so he's a he's a tradie. Uh, he was working up in the in the hills this Sorry, week. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, bricky by trade, and he was up yeah. there, and he was cruising along, and uh, an electrician come on site. So he's he'd known him briefly, seen him on a, a couple of jobs, and anyway, this uh, young fella comes out the van, and he's got his hoodie on, his beanie on, bit a little bit cold in the hills, and walks past Davo, and Davo, my old man, just says to him, "G'day, mate, how you going?" And he sort of just nodded at him and kept walking. Didn't say anything, right? And Dave was like, that was a bit rude. Oh, okay. Anyway, a bit standoffish. A couple of hours go by and then this bloke walks past again and Dave just pops up, so, you know, a couple of hours later as he, you know, come good and he just said, but you've been busy, mate, you got plenty on, you know, like the rest of us, the trade, trade, you're going nuts, whatever, you know, you got plenty on. Nothing. Just walks deadpans and walks straight past him, goes straight back into the van, there's Sparky, and he walks back out, grabs his broom mm. and moves on. Standing there on the ladder, this uh, electrician and Davo walks past him, had to sneak by him. Oh, excuse me, mate. He didn't say a thing. And Das, my old man, is starting to get a little bit little bit annoyed, mm. a little bit pissed off about this. Yeah. And was close to shaking the ladder just to try and, you know, <laughs> shake some sense into this bar. Hey, mate. Yeah. Show some know. damn respect. Anyway, so he gets past and boom, boom, boom. End of the day comes now. So it's a few hours have gone by. <laughs> and this bloke out of nowhere takes off his hoodie and his beanie comes off. He's had his AirPods in the whole day. Yeah, okay. So the new age tradies yeah. that are just rolling with the AirPods. I think it's irresponsible. It's a little bit rude, isn't it? You can't. The thing, okay, <laughs> AirPods. So it's, it's okay if it was millennial versus millennial, 
But when there's someone, not, you know, that's a little bit older that's involved with that, you cannot do it. You can do it if you have corded headphones. <laughs> I agree. How many times do I go back to this argument? Yeah. The corded headphones are the only way. Yep. AirPods, you lose them. Mm. They're a pain in the butt. And you can't see them, mate. You can't Especially see them. Especially when the beanie's on. I get self-conscious when I wear AirPods, which has been one time because I lost them immediately. I walk into a shop and people say hello to me. Oh, it's the worst. And I feel so rude and I have to mm. point to my ear. Mm. With a corded headphone, they nah. can see the bungee yep. and they go, oh, she's, she, first of all, she's poor, obviously, because yeah, yeah, yeah. she's got corded really headphones. Really struggling, yes. But they know at least you're not being rude. Yep. I find the earpods really stressful. Told you this story months ago, mate, how I had my, because I've only just got some earpods and they're good, don't worry, but you, <laughs> yeah. you pack them on whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you, if you want to go for a decent walk and then it goes, one goes flat on you, then you've only got yeah. one. But if you've got the cord, you yeah. are in business the whole time. Yeah. So before I had my AirPods, I was away. I had my cord up underneath my jumper. <laughs> yeah. I had them on in and then I got, I had a little bump in the, in the coffee line and then yeah. one of my uh, headphones popped out. Yeah. And it went to hit the ground and someone went to pick it up. Yeah. You're going, oh, no, his AirPods. Oh, they caught it. Yeah. He'll sort himself out. <laughs> she was disgusted. <laughs> she actually was. Yeah. Look me up and down when he got clothes on, on as well. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was to do with that. It was just a big chunk of orange ewax on there. The Laws and Tomo podcast. A little bit more raw, mm. a little bit more uncut. Cleared by our legal team. Delivered straight to you. Had the great honour and privilege mm. of um, reading to some children at Paracone Primary School where I went. Oh, Nice. For Book Week, so the principal, Bianca, got in contact with me and said, oh, we'd like you to come back and do a reading for Book Week. I don't know why. I think they think the radio means that I'm <laughs> important in some mm. way. Um, they had a Matilda's player in the day before, so the kids couldn't be um, less interested in me. So Matilda's player, lots. Yeah, they're like, what's radio? Oh. <laughs> we listen to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Pay 12 bucks a month. Siri tells us the news in the morning. <laughs> There's lots telling them. Listener app, listener yeah, app, listener app. L-I-S-T-N-R, you're kids, stream... That's not how you spell it. <laughs> Where's the E? Even year fives know how you, that's not how you spell listener. Um, anyway, it was a lovely experience. It was a really weird experience. Going yeah. back to your primary school as an adult is odd, yes. odd, odd. Because I, I dream about my primary school a lot. I don't know why. A lot of my like stress dreams are based in my primary school. I'm late for something or I haven't handed in an assignment mm. or I'm getting in trouble. So being back there as an adult and reading to children, I struggled with reading so hard there when I was little. I couldn't read out loud. I'd always stumble over my words. So sitting there and Full reading. Full circle moment was. Yeah, but I still stumbled a little bit. Oh, it was okay. actually pretty embarrassing. Mm. Um, but it was lovely and the kids afterwards asked questions because they, oh, anyone got any questions oh, or yeah. comments? It's always a classic. And some of them were just so abstract. It was amazing. They were like, Salvador Dali paintings, like if, if these questions were painted, there'd be like a clock on the wall and like a melted dog in the corner, like, um, I once saw a bird and then I went to Osh. Oh, God. Just <laughs> right. That yeah. was more of a comment, mm, wasn't it, That's Caitlin? it. Okay. But creative as well. Probably got a future in radio. Yeah. So kids asked me who I barrack for and there was a huge roar when I said crows. Oh, yeah. And I heard a four-year-old say, we was robbed. Oh. <laughs> Right in front of me. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. (laughs) And then I got a couple of questions like, how much do you get paid? Oh, straight to it. Straight to it, love it. And then I got asked one of the great questions, which was, "Um, my mum went to this school. She's 40. Were you in her class? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, no. No. I'm 32. (laughs) She was in my class, though, because your mum was dumb and she got held back. (laughs) 
No, <laughs> their mum is hyper intelligent. I found out who it was and they said the name and I said, oh, yeah, no, bookworm, total smarty. <laughs> yeah. I said, I did have a crush on your Uncle Adam, though. <laughs> and the whole went, oh, yeah, Adam, oh, gross, grown up. Did some of my best work behind the canteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so crazy to go back and see where you were the child and I was like, that's where we used to do our little dance routines. For some reason we all thought we were going to be backup dancers for Janet Jackson Mm. or something. I don't know. Every lunch we'd put blue on or Kylie Minogue and work out a routine. Strawberry Kisses was huge. So I did the same thing a couple of months ago with the father-son breakfast up at St. Francis in the uh, and I had a bit of a a chat to them there. I don't know about you, mate, but we were promised so many improvements with our school. Yeah. So many improvements while we're at school. We're going to do this, this, this. It never happened while we were there. And yeah. now they are reaping the Mate, fruits of our benefit, if you know what the I mean. facilities in this place. <laughs> I, I, I went and said, I said, where's the art shed? Yeah. She said, oh, no. Oh, yeah. That was torn down. Mm. We have a STEM centre now. Yeah, a STEM centre. Science, center. technology and whatever it is. I can't even, I don't even know what the acronym stands for because I didn't get a proper education. A STEM centre. <laughs> hey, Darl, you want to go to the STEM centre? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, I went out there. These kids are doing mosaicing. They're doing, there's a massive plasma screen in there where they do their presentations. I said, when I was a girl, we had a rock and a stick. And I'd whack it as far as I could. And if I got it past the tree, that was an A. You've tried the rest. Now uh, try this one. The Loz and Tomo podcast. The Loz and Tomo podcast. 60% of the time, it works every time. Now, Loz, been revealed throughout the week, Anastasia Palaszczuk. Oh, yeah. Geez, that just rolls off the tongue since COVID. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? You know, a couple of years, the old Queensland Premier, she's revealed that uh, Queensland are going to celebrate the Matildas for finishing fourth by unveiling a, a, a statue outside Suncourt Stadium up there. So there's been a whole heap of backlash of about this over the past anything, couple of weeks. Anytime women in women's sport, they get given anything or there's any accolades or their pay goes up or whatever, people get have a lot of feelings See, so about this it. is the thing that I don't understand about this argument is, and I've read articles online and speaking to different uh, people of both genders, I don't see this as a male versus female thing, Mm -hmm. but the only people that are arcing up about it seem to be males. So I can understand it from those point of view. So Nick Curios has come out and said uh, what he said about it. Andrew Bogut's like, you know, and I'm of the same opinion. I don't think a statue should be built for fourth. Yeah. But I am sick of the conversation that it's not a male versus a female situation. I think they're getting a statue for being fourth. I think that it's a moment in history where the world got around them and for the first time in forever. So why people got around female sport in a way that was just exciting. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I don't think we're going, well done, you finished fourth. I think it's well done, you excited the nation, you got us pumped up about soccer Mm. in a way that we never have been and we're just, com- you know, w- people across the country were watching this game together. It was unbelievable. Um, from I feel both like that dist- deserves some sort of commemorative Maybe. Thing. Yeah, 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 maybe it does. But I don't think a statue is in order with it all. What, for me, if I'm, I'll tell you if I'm, who I'm scratching my head. If, if I'm the uh, Australian netball side that actually won the World Cup yeah. a few weeks ago. So where's the statue for someone that's actually gone three positions higher? Because we know 
we know that it's not about that necessarily. It's yep. about the way it makes the country feel. So, but so I can't understand how we can't gather ourselves around the Australian netball side like we have with I the totally Matildas. Agree. I don't get it. So I was right in behind the the Thunderbirds as well. I watched that with my wife Charlie, and I was right in behind that. I'd only watched that was the only game I watched. I put my hand right up. But in terms of the cynic in the, me, Tomo, the nation is, is it's insane. Men don't play netball. So, so you reckon there's that? I, I just don't think they just don't care about it the wow. same way. Mm. Sport, soccer is the world sport. It's played by people of different ethnicities, genders all over the world. And it's easier and more accessible to watch something that you've played before or that you've watched before or that you care about, I think. Or it's, it's you, you recognise yourself in the team. So if we're, go, ta- if we're taking it on, upon that, so a prelim final in the AFLW, are we giving them a statue if they finish fourth? Uh, I don't know that you can compare the two things. Mm, but It's a uh, World Cup. Yeah. It's a, a little bit different. Yeah, but do you, do you know what I mean? Like, There's an argument both ways. I don't see it as a male-female-dominated argument here. But that's you can't what, that's remove what the gender me. from it because it is about that at the end of the day in a lot of ways. I'll put my hand up and say if it was the males as well that finished fourth, I'd be scratching my head as well. I don't get, I don't, I don't understand it But because the males have already experienced so much exposure and success and opportunity. But not like this. The Matildas have done the, more. But that's what I'm saying. That This is the first time that this has happened for mm. them and it's the, commis- it's the, it's a commemoration of everyone getting together and being so excited and for the first time... Yeah, just seeing female sport as equal and exciting and people were taken off work. Mm. Blokes or blokes were watching it in pubs. Everyone oh, was yeah. behind it. I think that's what the statue would be about. I don't think it's about where they came. I think it's about it being a marker in history. Mm. And I think that male sport has already had that kind of attention in the past. So it doesn't need a statue every time it happens because it's not the, you know, it's not the first time that people would sit down and watch a game of men's sport, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. as a country. I loved That's it. happened a lot. I loved the, the stopping in moments, you know, whether it was Matthew Nix and Chris Fagan stopping oh. and not doing a presser. And, yeah. But people, are, people are, are enjoying that more because it's males that are stopping and watching. I think Because of the GWS Giants, when they were all jumped up and about, because yeah. they were all males in that room, people are talking about that more. People aren't yes. talking if two female coaches stop down, no. are they? Because what people want is to be given permission by men that they respect. So at the end of the day... That it's okay to like female sport. So at the end of the day, no matter how well women go in sport, it's It's always going to be a battle between men and women. How sad is that? I think it is sad, but I think that what what we are going through is the real teething stages. Once it gets to a point, I don't know whether we'll we'll even be alive to see it, Mm. it won't be as much about gender because it'll just be about skill and quality or whatever. But at the moment there is just such an obvious disparity in interest, in funding, in, in um, you know, at roots level, people playing, mm. that it, it is hard not to compare them and not to feel that um, bias. So it's going to be brought up mm. and there's nothing you can do about it because gender does play a role in these arguments at the moment. Yeah. But hopefully we will get to a, a stage where 
It should be compared on its own. It should be compared on yeah. its own merit. But you can't compare two things that aren't even yet. Yeah, that's right. So trying to compare women's sport or to may men's never sport. Will be. Or blokes do. It's like, well, of course, because they've mm. been, for the last 150 years, mm. people have been training and scouting and, you know, working on skill level. And until 10 years ago, women didn't think that it was even possible to play AFL at a professional level. Yeah. So it's not comparable yet. Um Hopefully one day we can get to the point where it's not about gender, it's just about skill and yeah. stuff. But I don't know. I'm not bothered by the statue. I'm not bothered by people making statues. Make a statue of whatever you want to make mm. a statue of. Why is, why is it such a big deal? I don't get it. But, you know. Yeah, it's a good chat. Your weekend just got better. Ding! It's the Loz and Tomo podcast. I got hypnotised yesterday. Yeah. And I'll tell you for why. Because I had to abseil down, I have to abseil down the intercon today. 70 metres. You're kidding me. I'm doing it for charity. Yeah. I agreed to it when I was drunk. <laughs> now, I'm hearing the, the, a little bit of a rumour that this was the gathering yeah. situation. Yeah. And you remember me the next morning, right? Oh, mate, you were in horrific shape. Yeah, well, the night before. The way that you just write yourself off at these work events is staggering. Unprofessional. No, it's not on. Like, Do I know you... there's free alcohol involved, but if you can't shape up the next day, mate, I reckon you can need to have a bloody good hard look at yourself. Do you want me to release the footage of you or... Where at? The dizzy. Which one? There's, I mean... Which encounter? Which, which one? Do you want with or without dreadlocks? Because there's a whole pre-dreadlock, post-dreadlock yeah. sort of series of... One videos. of the great operators at work events, Tommy, I'll tell you. I thought you were a good nick. If I, ever, if I yeah. ever die yeah. in suspicious circumstances, I have emails ready to be sent off. <laughs> I have to enter a code every day. And if I don't, the press will get Bang. those videos. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so Isaac Lomond came in and he's actually, he hypnotised you at one of the work dudes. Jeez, he did me over. He yeah, did probably. you. Was that the wine setter? It, uh, I think so. And you really. Oh, yeah. Really were hypnotised. No, nah, he got me because I thought it was all like a shit. Yeah. I and thought, oh, God, imagine being anything like that. And then he had me in the palm of his hand. You were mate. barking like a dog. Yeah. You were crawling around. Mm. You were smelling other people's feet. No, it was not. It was one of the most humiliating, exquisite, I loved it, but mm. deeply humiliating. Anyway, he came in. He did a very positive hypnosis on me. All right. Uh, made me not afraid of abseiling. And I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not afraid anymore. So abseiling, mate, let me get my head around this. This is like scaling a building, right? Yeah. And we're walking down it or you're walking backwards from the top down. Backwards but you, down. Are you controlling your own levers? You've got a, a pulley system, so you've got a rope that goes around your waist and then behind you and you've got to sort of release it with your with your backhand behind you yeah. so that you can then, as you release, you push with your feet and you scale down and then you retract and your feet land against the wall again. Have you done anything like this before? Like I've done the old bungee and the skydive and I wouldn't abseil. Wouldn't you? No. No, I no. would rather abseil than bungee or skydive. Well, the skydive is, I reckon the skydive. You've done skydiving. Yeah, I've done skydiving. I reckon skydive's easier than the bungee because you've got someone with you, right? Yeah. So you're backing them in. I'm like, I'm off. if I'm going down, you'll come with me, son. But yeah, and the also, bungee, you've actually got to grab. Like, I couldn't bungee. I don't that know. is, there's a video of me thinking fall. I'm really tough with it all yeah. and I've screamed from <laughs> very, very strong heights. Yeah. yeah. So, but I can honestly say I have no anxiety about it at all. And I was a bit worried before. I mean, mostly just about screwing up the pulley system. Yeah. Like so being in charge be of that. Like that, and you're worried about that and you've got no one with you. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk you out of this either, Loz. I'm just No, you couldn't. To exp- you couldn't. No. I, I don't. All of the things you're saying, I was saying to myself before. Right, Okay. 
I'm now excited to do it. Well, this is awesome. And how do people donate as well? They jump on the Instagram yeah, story. So, um, head to, oh God, I hate to do this. I think the Instagram story's faded. Oh, has it really? M, so you might have to go to my actual Instagram. Yeah. It's in the bio there. Get on Loz's Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Lamore Laura. That's right. Yep. Yep, anyway. And then even if you just put it into my BSBN account, I'll... <laughs> Anyway, the link's in the bio. You can you can head there and donate. I'd love to raise as much money as I possibly can so it's not all for nothing. But to be honest, now I'm just excited to abseil. Mm. You should get hypnotised. If you've got anything that you want to change or stop being afraid of or whatever, mm. I feel bloody good. He also did something where he said every time you look at the colour red, you're going to feel really confident and good about yourself. Right. I see red, I see red, yeah. I see red. And I do. And as soon as I woke up, I noticed how much red was in this room. <laughs> and I just became a megalomaniac. I just became an egotistical, I am the best. <laughs> can see you moving out to the desert, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just call me Priscilla. <laughs> Thanks for choosing the Laws and Tomo podcast. And g'day to Tomo's dad. Now, well, was a recent study that's come out, actually, over the last couple of weeks, um, that males say, I love you in a heterosexual relationship to the females um, mm. more often than the, the female says it to the guy. So it takes about three months for a bloke to get up the, the courage to say, I love you. Um, and I just found this very, very interesting. But I, it, it sort of, I don't, it's one of those ones, I reckon. Like it's, it's sort of stemmed into uh, society at the moment where blokes ask females out, yeah. blokes propose, and I think it comes into that banner of the bloke saying, I love you first. Is that is that fair to say? Or ha- is there an, been any past relationships where you've said the three words first, mate? Nah, women wait for men. Yeah, it is true, isn't it? Well, because I feel like it, women are sort of know, it's known that they feel it first probably. I think they mm. fall harder first and yeah. you're just waiting for the bloke because you're waiting to see if he's an F-boy or not. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. If you say, oh, I love you, and he goes, thanks, heartbreaking, yeah. devastating. So you thanks. kind of need to put the ball in his court. It's like with proposals. Yeah. Women know they want to marry this person pretty early. They're just waiting for the bloke to be ready to admit to himself that he's that he's going to commit. Completely you know? different situation with the proposals and that. Like, I, I've never understood that. Do you, do, does the women go and buy the ring? Nah, no. What, you just say it without the ring? When oh, when a woman's yeah, proposing. When, a, when a woman proposes to a male, when a woman, <laughs> when, <laughs> when a woman, <laughs> a womb man, a man with a womb. There you go. Yeah, you one the other. Um, I think that there's usually some sort of object involved. I don't know whether it's a ring or a necklace or an empty box, and I don't yeah. know. Or she buys her own ring and gives it to him, so then he can give it to her. It's actually I'm not quite sure because men don't wear. An That's very pushy, ring. though, isn't it? That is <laughs> yeah. very pushy. Well, I think I actually am not anti women buying their own engagement ring. Get no, what, get what you want. You're gonna wear it for the rest of your life. No, I agree you're with just, that. You're gonna let you don't let him. You don't trust him to buy cushions for the house. Yeah. But you're gonna give him authority over the the jewelry you're gonna have on your hand for the next forty years. Yeah, well put. But yeah. I think you can. Like and, and a lot of people do do that. They buy a real cheaper, cheap engagement ring and then they go out and do the, the ring oh. shopping. But if you're buying your own ring and then pushing it on to them saying, as a female, will you marry me? And then put yeah. it on your own finger. <laughs> yeah. that, that does seem a little bit pushy. I know this is very visual, but like you're holding the ring and you're, will you marry me? And then you turn it around and put it on your own finger. <laughs> One of the great 180s. <laughs> what, that button Happy Gilmore? Does he need to be here at all? <laughs> <laughs> so... Begs the question, have you ever said or not returned the I love you favour when never... a bloke's turned around and said, you know what, Loz, I love you? 
Oh, it just even I feels weird me dropping that just quietly. Definitely, yeah, <coughs> <'cause>, <coughs> edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> even as a friend, it's just cooked. Um, I have definitely loved people who didn't love me, but I never said it because mm. I couldn't. I kind of knew that I was in over my head. And so I held back because I was waiting for them to say it because I was like, yeah. I know how I feel, but I'm not sure how you feel, so mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. So it's not that I've never been in a one-sided feeling thing before. I've just never said it. But I have had it said to me when I didn't feel the same way. And normally Sober? I'm... Sober? Yeah, I'm such a people oh, pleaser normally that I'd just go, yeah, you too, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you too never works. But I couldn't quietly. even do that. I just what? said thank you. You just said thank It was thanks. one of the worst moments of my adult life. Go on, run through it. Well, he said, I love you, and I said, thank you. Oh, that was it. <laughs> yeah. So there was no more, nothing else to it. So uh, we, you were going out, obviously. Yeah, we were sort of seeing each other. He was just very keen, and I was just yeah. put off by that because I've got issues, and mm. I don't know, it just creeped me out. It was too early. It was like a month in. Mm. A yeah. mate of mine said it to a one-night stand <laughs> in, oh. in the throes of love. Oh, you're kidding <laughs> me. Yeah. Which one was it? No, was it, it wasn't, Fieldsy? No, was it Dawsey? No, it wasn't either of Dino? those. No, none of those individuals uh, at all. Was Might it have you? been one. Might have been one. One of the ones I just but said. He, he set it out into the throes of love, which is a. Who was he talking to? But the... I know, but like, if he wasn't if in the throes of love, like, was he meaning I love you as in the person I'm with, or was he thinking of someone else? Or no, no, no. He was. I, I'm assuming it was. It was a drunken encounter. It was a one night stand, and they were doing the thing, mate. And yeah, I clearly, a position that. was got the better of him. Or one thing I have <coughs> had done is I love you. Another woman's name. No. Oh, oh, oh no. I was woken up in the night. Oh no. Cuddled. Oh. And they went. Oh, I love you so much. Beep. Wow. And I went, get the beep off me. Yeah. Oh. It was very. Was that relationship uh, or just. Oh, probably, no, not yeah, really. but we'd said, I love you. Oh. As, as, like, as ourselves. And then I got one for his ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh, so God. I sent her a message and said, just so you know, he still loves you. Yeah, it's all good. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Mm. You can rest easy. I'm certainly not. No, I didn't do that. But yeah. <laughs> I woke him up and I said, what the hell? And he said, I don't know what remember. you're talking about. I don't remember it. And then it was this whole thing of like he couldn't apologise because he didn't remember it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you clearly do still. And he's like, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, your subconscious says otherwise, mate. Jeez, that's brutal. Imagine copping that. Yeah. I love you, Craig. <laughs> so I found out he was gay too. <laughs> Which is his brother. <laughs> Laws and Tomo podcast. A little bit more raw, mm. a little bit more uncut. Cleared by our legal team, delivered straight to you. Done and dusted for another pod. You've uh, you got to get out of here, Lozzie, because you've got abseiling to do. Climb a building. Incredible. Um, crows. It's probably easier to abseil than watch the crows at the moment. I don't think I can explain the feelings that I've had this week. And I was at that game, and I saw grown men cry. I'm not even joking. I mm. saw grown men crying, and I saw teenagers screaming at each other because they know what they they knew what they saw because they were behind the goals and then their friend going but it but they said it wasn't it was mm. before the vision was released and it was like I know what I saw the old billion dollar industry and the best uh, view of the goal was a punter in the crowd on an iPhone I believe it was a six iPhone six I just 
Six. Yeah. I just, re- I just, I know everyone's so sick of talking about it. I just find it so unbelievable. I'm just getting wound up, mate. <laughs> just find it so unbelievable that we invented this game. Mm. We, it didn't grow out of the ground. We made it up. Yeah, that's right. We made the rules. Yes. The entire country knows uh-huh. that the Crows got that goal. Yes. But we can't do anything about it. No, we can't do anything about it, mate. Why because, would we? because potentially in the last 70 seconds, mm. Sydney could have maybe scored. They could have we maybe scored, score, though. We did score. We yeah, did well, score. Yeah, when you look and you're not like paying that. the score that happened so because sc- of a hypothetical score that could have happened. And the chances of that not there's Yeah, well, interesting. Anyway. Yeah, like if it went back to centre bounce, <sighs> mm. it's, it's just mind-boggling mm. that we invented this game but we have no control over it. And now we take on the Eagles in the West. This conversation will be done if we lose this afternoon as well. You know what? <laughs> Part of me wants us to lose so oh, we can get us. the draft picks. Just... Oh, the draft picks! <laughs> no. You know what I just say? I say, Crows, give it to Tex so we can get the Coleman. Oh, there you go. Just pass it to Tex. We need just something. Give it to Tex. Just give it to Tex so we can get the Coleman and I'll take care of Charlie Kerno. Yeah. More waste than one. <laughs> See you next week, Dave. <laughs>